This podcast is part of the Soul Zone Network. Hello, and welcome to the Butterfly Connection. Connecting your soul to source with Molly Ray Randall and Sarah Courtney. We are all connected, and we are not alone. What if you could rebirth your soul, gain movement in your life, and reconnect with your authentic self? Join us each week as we connect with Source to answer the burning questions that lie deep within us and gain clarity and wisdom to soar to our greatest potential. It's It's time time to fly. This is BK17. Pave the way every day. Hello, hello. It's Molly and Sarah. Hi, everyone. It's so great to be here this week. And thank you so much for tuning in with us. We hope you had a wonderful week. Yes. So today we are going to be talking about paving the way every day which essentially means what can you do on a daily basis to pave the way to continue through self-enlightenment, to continue to say truest to who you really are, and just to continue down that same path on a daily basis. Yes. When I hear paving the way every day, the first thing that comes to my mind is the ability to kind of lay out your day. I know that a lot of us are a little bit better at being a planner than others, but it it isn't even something that you would need to write down, but maybe to just set an intention from the moment that you wake up in the morning. I know for myself, I would totally just love to be able to wake up and read something because I often pick up my phone first when I wake up in the morning. And being able to read an affirmation or read something that maybe I've kept on my phone. And if you don't look at your phone, you know, there's always the good old-fashioned sticky note on the mirror of some very important thing that you want to remember for that day. I think the biggest thing, though, about paving the way is setting the intention to say that you're going to do it and then you're going to follow through on a daily basis. Absolutely. I completely agree, Sarah. It's all about the intention. I know what you said about how every time you wake up in the morning and grab your phone, that's something I do as well. We've gotten ourselves into such a technological slump that we have kind of forgotten about the everyday living. Uh, what did we do before we got up in the morning, like without phones? When we didn't have a phone, because there was a time, anybody listening that's never not had a phone, there was a time in life where phones did not exist, not cell phones. The electronics did not exist in a way that they do now. And we didn't get up every morning. And, you know, it's not like we, we got up in the morning and we checked our computers or we, we went to a dial-up phone or checked our answering machines. <laughs> Like those things didn't happen. We got up in the morning and I don't know if you're someone who was born before the technological craze and you remember the days where you didn't have a cell phone 
or even internet. And mind you, Sarah and I aren't that old. We're only in our 30s. But, you know, we lived during a time period where internet didn't exist either when we were younger. Think about, reflect, if you're one of those people that went without those things before they existed, what were you doing in the morning? What did you do? I know for me, uh, I very much just heard my alarm go off and probably hit it about five or six times and kind of laid in bed and looked at the ceiling. Or maybe I got up and looked out the window. Or maybe I turned on the radio and listened to the radio. And I know for some of you who might be listening, that might just sound just weird. Like, oh, what did you do with your life? <laughs> Honestly, I really don't know what I did with my life back then. But if, if you set an intention to do something, whatever it is, and wh however old you are, I think the most important thing to remember is that everything that you do has some benefit for you. And by that, I don't just mean like, you know, helping you wake up in the morning or, you know, coffee, which I think is essential, but also what is the benefit to your soul? Everybody says, oh, you know, if you're having a grumpy day, oh, did you wake up on the wrong side of the bed? How can you change that to wake up on the right side of the bed? What would you do? So starting to reflect upon things that help you to start off your day in a more positive, joyous way can make such an impact on the rest of the day. So for me, the most important thing is what you do in that five to 10 minutes when your eyes, you know, open. Yes. And setting the intention for the day is not running through your brain all the things you have to do. Setting the intention for the day is setting the intention for self-care. What is one or two little things that you can do today to take care of you? Whether it be stay positive, whether it be saying thank you in a situation that could be stressful, any of those situations, whether you're in a situation where someone is judging you or you're uncomfortable and Today, you set the intention to speak up for you, or whether you're in a situation where you're surrounded by people who only seem to think about what's best for them and maybe not take your feelings into consideration. Today is the day to set the intention to tune them out and take care of you. Think about what is best for me. How can I take this situation and make it best for me? It's a great way to pave the day. Yes, absolutely. And I find, since I do often use my phone both for business and pleasure, that I set my own alarms for things. I find it very hard, and I almost can bet that I won't do something unless I put it in my calendar. And that's just the day and age that we're in. But Here's a food for thought. You know, what if you set a phone alarm every hour or every three hours that said, think of something positive? Or 
Maybe you could set an alarm that says, go outside for five minutes. Stop what you're doing and go outside for five minutes. I mean, self-care, we've talked about quite a bit. And, you know, there, there is the thing about meditation and there is the thing about, you know, the specific things that you can do for your body, your mind, your soul, and your spirit. But there's also just the very simple shifts, these little tiny shifts. And however it is you schedule your life, there is that opportunity for you to schedule in these things that can help to grow your soul. And it doesn't have to be a difficult thing to incorporate. Absolutely. And I love what you said, Sarah, about how for you, it works really well to put your schedule into a calendar or set an alarm. So you know that you want to do this, like you want to meditate at 3 p.m. for five minutes, you put it in your calendar for 3 p.m. and set an alarm. And the thing about paving the way every day for yourself is you also need to hold yourself accountable. And what do you need to do to hold yourself accountable? I love Sarah's suggestion of the calendar. If you're somebody who benefits from writing things down, then put it in a calendar. Or if you're someone who still writes things on your refrigerator, write it down on your refrigerator so that you can hold yourself accountable. Because the bottom line is, is we can't even create positive change in our lives to pave the way for more positivity and to pave the way for self-care and self-love if we are not holding ourselves accountable to do that. Absolutely. And one thing I'd love to add to that is there is nothing more amazing to hold yourself accountable than to have somebody there, like a partner, a friend, a family member, somebody there who can even walk the journey with you. Now, that's not to say that the people around you aren't walking their own journey or their own path, but that doesn't mean that we can't lift each other up, that we can't support each other, that we can't hold each other accountable and say, hey, I'm going to call my friend at two o'clock today and do, hey, just a reminder, you said that you were going to, you know, write in your journal, you know, or, or whatever, you know, you set the intention to do that day. So. I think by including people around you, you are not only welcoming growth and change in yourself, but you are welcoming others into your space to get to know you on another level. And also, piggybacking off of that, by allowing people into your space to see your growth, it might be a catalyst to get them started in their own soul growth. So that that is the definition of sparking movement is not just finding it within yourself but creating a community of people around you that have the same thoughts and the same same ideas to move forward. Yes. And also in terms of the self-care and having an accountability partner, you know, sometimes that can be a little scary, fearful, even vulnerable, because if you are really opening yourself up and, you know, your accountability partner, if you choose to to go this route, 
say you want to tell them what you want to do in order to work towards self-care, then you're also going to have to be willing to tell that person what you want to do and maybe even be willing to be open enough to talk about how that that uh, change is affecting you, which vulnerability can be very challenging for many people as we have such fear of judgment so many times from others. But if you can get yourself into a spot where you're willing to journal as part of self-care, for instance, and you're willing to read what you wrote to someone that you feel safe with, that you know is going to support you no matter what, that vulnerability will help you in your soul growth. Absolutely. And I was thinking while, while Molly was talking there too, other ways that you could, you know, keep on your path. And the other thing I thought of was what you put in your body, what you eat. And we haven't really gone into a whole lot of detail about this. Um, but, you know, Molly and I have struggled our whole lives with food problems and, and weight problems and, and, and food allergies as of recently for myself. And what we put in our bodies to nourish ourselves is directly going to affect how we feel about ourselves and how we grow. And I know there are probably a lot of you out there going, well, what is what I have to eat or what I'm going to choose to eat affect my ability to, to connect to source or to have soul growth or to meditate? But if you think about it, if our body is energy and our body needs food in order to burn energy, then we want to put foods in our body that help to nourish that energy. And that energy is part of our soul. You know, things like uh, leafy greens, raw vegetables, um, you know, grass-fed beef. Just being mindful about the food that you put into your body. I know for myself being almost vegan at this point, how much better I feel now than I ever did when I was in high school, college, and the first, you know, 10 years of my teaching in a public school. So it is notable to say, hey, you can set an intention on a daily basis just to pick one meal and eat something more healthy than you may have chosen prior. Absolutely. And speaking about food, one thing that you can start to do is pay attention to how you feel after you eat certain foods. Are you feeling tired? Are you feeling brain fog, like you can't think straight? Do you feel energized after you eat? Does your stomach hurt? Does your stomach feel good? You know, all of these things are things to be mindful of while you're eating because our bodies have a great way of telling us what's good for us and what's not good for us. And it's not necessarily the same thing for each body. Our bodies all operate differently. Now, I will say, talking about food, the other important thing is make sure you're drinking and make sure you're drinking enough water because we need water. And I know for me, if I don't get enough water in my system, I get very tired and I even get stomach cramping if I don't have enough water in my body. And sometimes I lose track of time and it'll be the afternoon and I'll go, oh my gosh, I hardly drank any water today. Yet other mornings I wake up and I will have had 60 ounces of water before 3 p.m. 
and I feel so much better. So this is another thing to even keep an eye out for. Are you getting enough water in your daily intake? And it will help you tremendously just in your everyday. Yes. And to add to that, another important thing you could add to your water is lemon because lemon is a very high detoxifier. So if you are feeling a little gunked up, you put a little bit of lemon in your water and drink that along with it all day and it'll help flush your system out too. Yes, lemon's a great thing. There's also other websites, and we'll probably post those on our Facebook group, where you can put different things together like cucumber and mint or strawberry, um, strawberry and lemon. There's certain fruits and vegetables that you can add to your water to infuse it, which can really be helpful for your system as well. Absolutely. So we challenge you this week. Can you sit down and come up with a couple of things that you can do differently in your daily routine? Things that either you've always wanted to do or things that you know you should be doing or maybe something you just want to try that you've never even thought of. Write those down and see how you can incorporate them into your life this week. Yes. And practice mindfulness. Be aware of how you're feeling throughout the day. Be aware of maybe that little voice in your head that's telling you you need to do something, but you kind of have pushed it aside before, but now you're going to actually listen to that guidance that you're hearing. Be aware of those things. Jot them down throughout the week. Write down and reflect upon how you're feeling. If you are doing something different and you feel better, there are all ways that you can pave the way. So just think about that this week. What are you going to do to pave the way every day? Yes, and check out our guided journaling on our website, and we'll have even more specifics about that to help you. Yes, and you can go, our website is the Butterfly Connection, K-I-N-E-C-T-I-O-N.com. Also, we would love to hear how you're doing with all of this paving the way. Check out our Facebook group, The Butterfly Connection. And you can also follow us on Instagram and Twitter, as well as uh, you can check us out, out now on various modalities such as iHeartRadio and Spotify and whatnot, whichever, wherever you're listening at, there's multiple ways to listen to us now. So it has been such a pleasure to speak with you this week. And we hope that you have a blessed week full of love and light. Yes. Thank you for listening to The Butterfly Connection with Molly Ray Randall and Sarah Courtney. Check out our website at thebutterflyconnection.com and download our free weekly guided journaling exercises. We would love to hear from you. Subscribe to our podcast and give us a review. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Pinterest. And join us next week for another soul-connecting conversation.